You are listening to I Hate Average podcast featuring Jay from the Bronx. I was going on. What's going on? What's going on? Oh man, guys, I really, really appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for last week. Um, the Webster Antoine Inch Thomas eight forty eight web series interview was it was worth it. You know, I, it was kind of difficult to get him on, but. I appreciate it. I appreciate his time. I appreciate the love that you guys are uh, you, listening. You're out there paying attention, and I'm sure you got something out of his story. And um, that's what I think I want this platform to be about: just showcasing, you know, different people, different ideas, and different stories um, that you're not gonna normally see always on like uh, mainstream media. So I just want to, you know, show showcase different people and different ideas, and that's what. It's not an average podcast. I hate average podcasts, and that's what it's uh, that's what this is becoming. And today we even going further. We got my man Hattie Racks coming out of the Bronx, Racked Up Entertainment. Got the the record, the LP resume, great records on there. You got a joint, of course, the the title uh, record resume with Dave East has been getting a lot of buzz. But you got to check out the other the other records also. He got the the uh, Streets No More record, that's probably one of my favorites. He got a song um, speaking about issues with his uh, child's mother. Another great record. Just a lot of things that anyone could relate to. So um, definitely, definitely check out Hattie Rack's resume. Um, so first I'm going to play the Streets No More just so you guys, you know, if you haven't heard it, I don't, if you're living under a rock and you haven't heard it, I want you guys to hear it. So I'm going to play the Streets No More record. And after that, it's my interview with Hattie Rack's. two hours. I knew your ass was sleep too. I said, I bet you shock your ass is asleep right now. Why you ain't calling me? Cause I was recording. I was, yo, you know, you know what I'm, I'm in it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yo, El Chapito. Some of these Fugazi Fufu niggas, man. These niggas is like three dollar bills, man. Ain't nothing authentic about these fools, man. We come from the Bronx, New York, where it's gritty at. Keep that semi strap. I'm going hard, cause the rent can't be a day late. It's drama in my hood. My mom said I need to vacate. Late nights, early mornings, or till the day break. I be feeling like Bishop with the chrome tray eight. Niggas at you, so keep the heat close. All they trying to do is see how many likes is on your rest in peace, bro. Uh, shout out my nigga Pito. He had that Robert Ego. He had to work all up in his peacoat. My little homie Dolo took a bullet to his head. I never hear him speak no more. No more. My brother Reem, son of feds, gave him 39 years. He might never see these streets no more. I scar your face, Pacino style. Walk you through the hood naked with the chop on, you need no staff. Silence the pistol, won't be no sound. From the era of boy George, never going out like Nino Brown. Right. Hey, so I go for mine. Yo, yo, I grew up on the city block 
When niggas shot dice and pulled loot out. <laughs> Beefed over ass betting, then we had shootout. <sighs> niggas that let the heat speak first. Had your whole hood walking around wearing rest in peace t-shirts. Yeah. The killers is letting four foes pop. Bumping metal in the police. Turn them into robot cop. Ticket cops, what's my ritual? Now do my dirt in the tuxedo. Since black hoodies is so predictable. I'm shining bright, this designer light. Scratching up my mom's china white. Weighing up some china white. Giving down the pipe like a plumber. My block full of gunners. Niggas lose their life every summer. It ain't appeasing. Niggas, you gave the shirt off your back. I walk past you overdressed when you freezing. These snake niggas eating. The one you gave the shirt off your back. I walk past you when you freezing. Hey, let's watch. So I go for mine. They lead you into the light. They try to rob you blind. See me weak no more. You may never ever speak no more. I do for me and my own. The streets on ride. I never dead on a barrel. You can watch yourself die. Shit ain't never gonna be peace no more. You may never see these streets no more. Everybody out here, you got here, Hattie Rack, coming out of the Bronx. I'm sure you guys heard of him. Got the new album, Resume. How you doing, Hattie? Feeling good, feeling good. I'm outside right now, so you might hear a little bit of snoring. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling blessed. Okay, good, good. I'm really feeling the Resume uh, LP. Um, uh, can you tell me, like, what was your thought process when you, when you was recording it and you put it out? My th- yeah, definitely. My thought process with resume was just trying to uh, give the people who don't know Hattie a, a feeling of who I am. So what we did with the, with the album, we kind of made it like based around what I was dealing with during that time of me, you know, creating the album. So like that was my mode during that recording time. So that's what I like to do, you know, before I put together a project, I like to know what 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 vibe do I have, what feeling am I going through right now. And okay. that right there was like everything that I was dealing with during that during that point in my life. I feel you. So um, can you, can you tell like a short version of your story? Like what what got you started with rhyming? What what did you decide you wanted to use your voice in that way? I got I I I mean I used to I used to always rap a lot of Biggie raps. I used to go to school and Biggie, Nas, the kids. I would go to school rapping they raps, and people would always think it was times, and I would. I guess I liked the excitement that I would get or the attention that I got from it. And then, you know, I just started writing my own, and then people liked that too. So I said I just started to just keep going. And I actually started taking music serious once I had ran into uh, Buck Wild. I had met up with Buck Wild, producer. He, He took a liking to me. And from there, I just took it serious after that. Definitely, definitely. And your music has, like, that feel, like... It has like the '90s feel with the production, but with fresh uh, uh-huh. lyrics and bars. Right. Right. That, that's 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 definitely what you know. I just feel like like that's something that's missing. That hasn't that that sound that element of music, it's been missing for so long, and I feel like music isn't as diverse as it used to be. Definitely. So I was I just didn't want to. I wanted to give people what I grew up listening to. I wanted, I used to be inspired to 
write raps after I heard certain people's, you know, lyrics. And I just feel like I was kind of missing from today's, from today's, you know, from the music that we're listening to today. So I wanted yeah. to be the person that inspired other people to, you heard that new Hattie Rack joint? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. He made me go home and write a whole mixtape. You know what I'm exactly, saying? Yeah. <laughs> I want to be that person. Of course, of course. And, you know, we appreciate the bars. We actually, you know, a lot of songs, we, we know, like, the hooks, so we already know, like, the lyrics, but, yeah, your lyrics are clear, you know, something we can repeat and, you know, take it to and, and meditate on. So we, I appreciate that. Right, right, so, um, absolutely. Right, so your album, I, I, I'm feeling it. It's very, it seems like the direction of it seems different from the mixtape you did with K-Slay. The direction seems like, like you said, I guess you was going through different things. I see you was going through, uh, like, things with your girl and, you know, problems with, with situations being a father and all that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. That's, 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 I mean, you know, that was a past experience that I had, with, you know, from, from when my son was first born. I think a lot of people dealt with that. I still yeah. deal with that. So what I wanted to do is just, with music, I, you know, music as an artist, I feel like artists should speak for, for, for people who can't articulate certain things. You know what I'm saying? So what I wanted to do is articulate what I go through, because I know whatever I deal with, there's a million other people out here that's going through the same exact thing, and they may not course, be able yeah. to get a, you know, get their point across or express themselves to the world the way I may be able to do it. So when I did that record, I just that was that was something I was I had just got out of a heated argument with my son's mother. You know how he I went straight to the booth, <laughs> straight to it. You know what I'm saying? So after that, it was just like. People felt it because it was such a relatable record. There's so many yeah. people that's dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? Of course. I mean, they they always. I guess you know. I'm sure you see it on social media. You know, different conversations they show like kind of black farmers in a bad light, showing us you know making us seem like we deadbeats, but they don't really know like mm-hmm. the backstory of why we're not there in situations like that. That's a fact. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of farmers out here that want to be in the you know, their kids live and, and they're unable to due to the relationship that they may have with the with the co parents. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well and well, also I, I, see I know like, what that's just really. Yeah, of course. I, mean, I, I could see it being tough. Also like I see how I guess like you know, the the run around and, and the hustling aspect. Like you, you a lot of people, you know, they wanna show like the the hard part of like guys hating on it, but you show like a different side of how like hustling can kind of cause tension with, with with your girl. Like, can you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, to me, I think anything that you do that takes away time from someone else is going to be a problem. Like, you could be out here digging up dirt for 13 hours a day. And you come <laughs> home, it's 24 hours a day. You've been digging dirt for 13 hours. You come home... You, you, you want to sleep for eight hours, so, you know, that that time, you, you know, it's just always going to be a problem when you're in a relationship, when there's one person that's always, yeah. you know, time is always taken by, because he's doing this, and the other person may be at home, and they may not be as active, so it's always going to be like that, when, when it's not a balance of the effort or the timing that someone's using being away from one another. I don't know if that makes sense, but... Nah, I think that definitely makes sense. It definitely makes sense. Yeah. So, um, first of all, I'm also feeling that the joint with Dave East. Can you talk about uh, 
how you hooked up with that and, and um like what's what what you been hearing about it? like have anybody been calling you up and telling you uh yeah any <laughs> the, the resume record, they, they love that record, man. Like, every time I run into people, they like, oh, man, yo, this record's crazy. Yo, I saw the record, <laughs> I saw the video with you and Dave. Yo, man. that joint's crazy. So people really actually love the resume record because it's so raw, it's so gritty. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, so, it's so what exactly it sounds like is what it is. Like, we didn't try to do anything but give you that. And if you watch the video, if you listen to the song, everything coincides with it, you know, with, with, with each other. So, you know, me and Dave hooked up through, uh, we had met at a radio station a while back. We had met at New okay. City Radio maybe okay. like two years ago. And then after that, me and while we was doing the resume album, which is, you know, Buddha and Grands got about five beats on there. And, you know, Buddha and Grands is all a part of the Triangle Offense, which is also Dave East Camp. Okay. So, okay. You know, Buddha put that session together, and we came over there, and we, you know, it was just crazy in the studio that night. Yeah, it yeah. Was like we was just in there sparring. <laughs> people loved yeah, it. They fell in love with the yeah, record. It, 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 was, it was great. It was, I, I loved it. Um, it made yeah. me feel. It took me back to like you know, like ninety nine, ninety eight feeling. Right. Like exactly. Yup. That's a fact. And that's what we wanted to do with it. That's exactly what we wanted to do with it. Yeah. So, of course, I heard the, the Sway Freestyle. What, what people been telling you about that, that Sway Freestyle that you did uh, a little while ago? Sway Freestyle. That's another thing people run down on me in the streets. Yo, I just saw the Sway Freestyle. Or I get a lot of DMs or comments about the. But, you know, I'm, I'm just grateful for everything that's been happening for me, everything that's happening just okay. back to back certain situations. You know, so Sway, I hooked up with Sway through through Jack Thriller. Jack Thriller brought me up there, and okay. I did what I did, and it was a beautiful turnout. People loved it. I loved it. Family right. loved it. So I, you know, I'm happy about <laughs> it. Yeah, you went, you went hard. You could tell that, you know, I guess they respected you because they let you change the beat. They said, we don't usually change the beat, but they, they respected you enough. They knew you was going to hit it with something crazy. They had to, though. <laughs> nah, they had to, though, because that first joint they gave me, I was like, oh, they said, I thought they were setting me up with that one. Yeah, <laughs> they gave me hit. And the beat was nice, though. The beat was a good beat, but it just wasn't something where you really get busy on. It was like more yeah, something yeah, you sit yeah. there and you come up with melodies and music to or whatever. <laughs> when they threw the other joint, I was like, I, I, I gotta go in. I'm, I'm, I'm in front of the world right now. I look crazy yeah. right now. Of course, you know? of course. And, and you, you did your thing, though. You did your thing. Thank you, thank you. So, um, uh, like, what, what, what got you? Like, how did you start building relationships with, like, like, uh, um, Jack Thriller and K Slay? Like, how did you build those relationships? Well, I met Slay through, through uh, he was doing the my. Boy, Mike Song had brought us up there one day with him, and me and Slate okay. just kicked it, and from there we just me and Slate, you know, we just stood, we just stood in contact with each other. And one day I hit him, and I was like, Slate, look, man, we need to do something and bring these streets back. We need to put something in the streets. And he was ready. He's like, Let's go. And we did the Racketeering mixtape. It was crazy. After the mixtape dropped, I put together a Racketeering concert with uh, okay. my boy Terrell Blair. Um, it was crazy. It was about two hundred people there and I was I was it was just okay. amazing. No no static, no none of that. Everybody came out respectful. You know what I'm saying? Then as far as, you know, Jack Driller and all that, that's I met Jack and all these other people through my manager, Dove. Dove is my manager and she's you know, she's well connected with a lot of these 
people throughout the industry. So that was just like a given. Dove had brought me up to this Mississippi one day with Ash. And that was okay. it. And then me and, me and Jack got cool, and we just started rocking. Yeah, that's a funny guy, Jack Taylor. He's, <laughs> oh, he's hilarious. <laughs> Never a dull moment with him. <laughs> so also, I see you getting major, major love from Core Mega. Can you talk about that relationship? Oh yeah, Mega's my big brother. Mega is Mega is a a huge help for me right now because Mega is doing a lot of touring, he's a lot of shows, and he's inviting me to everything. Like whatever, whatever he got going, your Hattie, come on, you know you're you're already a part of it. So. I, you know, that's I grew up listening to Core Mega, so I you know I just yeah. feel like even 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 if I wasn't you know doing shows with him, just me being around him while he's doing what he does is like a I'm I'm grateful for that. Of course, of course. You know? so you getting like a right, learning experience Mega. at the same time. Learning experience. Is, I'm, I'm 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 around someone that I've admired since I was a kid. Still yeah. listen to Core Mega music, so it's like this is just like a, it's like a dream come true for me. Being around certain people like Core Mega, DMX, you know, K Slade, these are people that I've been listening to forever. Before I yeah. knew what I was listening to, I was listening to them. <laughs> no? and now you're you're in the same mood as them. It's got to be crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's a so, fact. You're right. So what what in your mind? Where do you want to? take your next step like where do you want to go your next step my next step is to uh get get myself in a position where the music hold on no problem. To get myself in a position where the music is actually a, a, a household brand name people know how he racks we ain't got to be in the streets and my family be out the streets and everybody you know doing good and, and, and just happy, you know, with life. You feel me? Definitely, definitely, definitely. I feel you. So what do you think about um, being from the Bronx and, like, the music scene from the Bronx? Because um, there's a lot of popular artists, but it's like, it's, it seems hard to get over that hump. Like, what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think about that? Over what hump? Like to, over what hump? Like, to, to get over to, like, to cross over like nationwide to be like nationwide artists, like it's a lot of popular, you know, that that seem to be like uh, East Coast based, but it's hard to get like the whole, you know, mainstream recognition. Um, I I think it all depends on what type of what type of recognition people are looking for. Cause, you okay. know, you got a lot of people that don't get that mainstream look, and and they and they may be doing better, and and financially better. And people that you yeah. hear all day on the radio, see in every music video channel, you know what I'm saying? So it all depends on what type of you know recognition or success that people are looking for. Thank you. Makes sense. Makes sense. Also, I, mean, I was thinking. Nah, definitely it makes a lot of sense. Also, I was thinking. I, I don't know about you, but like the Bronx, it seems like it's not too many like venues for. Like outlets for artists to have, like there's no like, like no main performance venues. What, what do you think about that? You said there's not too many performance venues in the Bronx. Like there's no like like no set place. Like this is where you go to. Like it's no like uh like a SOB's kind of place for like the Bronx. Oh yeah, nah nah, we don't have that out. We definitely ain't got that. We definitely the Bronx ain't the Bronx. Bronx ain't really got nothing to be honest with you. 
That's what I'm, I think, me personally, I think that that'll be like, like, if that could be set up, I think that could be like a, a major way for, to, for artists to be broken uh, if you had like venues and outlets so they could, you know, fans could be exposed to them through live performances. That's just, that, that'll actually be dope. I mean, you know what it is. They trying to they trying to make everything. You remember, man? They took the graffiti out of the Bronx. It's not even a yeah. lot of graffiti in the Bronx no more. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I heard they trying to take Sin City out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely trying to take it. We talking about that last night, actually. It's, they definitely trying to. <laughs> there's so much stuff going on in Sin City with police, with police keep running in there. So you know anything. That involve our people that that that's involved with our culture and violence. They trying to shut it down immediately. Of course. So, so we. Okay, so can, speaking speaking of violence and, and um and collaborate, can you talk about like how you guys um formed or or, or got involved with New Bronx City? Oh, New Bronx City just came from. The was we just decided that like a lot of you know it's a lot of dudes in the Bronx that's doing music and there's a lot of people named who, you know, really make a lot of noise throughout the bedroom, throughout the city. So we decided to do what that was just, you know, put together the, it was, when we first did New Bronx City, it was about 30 people on the song. Wow. It was crazy, man. Like, so many people were disappointed that they wasn't on it. It was yeah. crazy. But um, at the end of the day, we just decided, you know, everybody is is, is, is different levels of diversity. So we just decided to put the, I don't want to say the best, because you know everybody do their thing. But we just we just let's just say that I guess we decided, the most popular, the most popular. Yeah, we'll say that, or we'll just say we decided to use the people that made the record for the first, you know, for that for that for that particular record. Because after that okay. record, it was a lot of it was so much other stuff that that was supposed to had came out after that. Even with, with different artists from the Bronx, yeah. But I'm I'm glad to see you know the Bronx do they sticking together and, and building together. I see, I see. It seems like a good sign. Yeah, yeah. No, it definitely is a good look. You got remember, Bronx ain't really that big, so it's like when dudes ain't sticking together. It's just it's just chaos and it's 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 just order. That's <laughs> true, you're right. <laughs> thing when you see everybody, you know, sticking together or just you know, coming together for a good cause and trying to make music. And plus, on top of that, you know, we get together to kill each other all the time, so we decided to get together to do something positive this time. So that was that was that was the most that was the beauty in that in that NBC situation. Of course, of course. Um. I mean, I, will, I just really, really want to appreciate your time again. I know you're running around and you're busy. I got you outside. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Can you tell people how they can reach out to you? Definitely. Uh, first, I want to say thank you all for even taking our time for reaching out to me. I appreciate that. Um, second off, they can reach me anywhere on, on any social network, Hattie Racks, H-A-D-D-Y-R-A-C-K-S. Uh, my Snapchat is Hattie Racks, B-X. Follow me, reach out to me, send me a comment, let me know what you like about the music, what you don't like, what you uh we, we open and hear everything. So let us know. All right, man, definitely. Once again I appreciate your time and uh hopefully you hear something new, man. I I'm I'm loving the resume and I'm hoping to hear something new soon, so have oh, a good definitely. One, man. We about 
Yeah, we're about to before we um sign off, we're about to um drop some videos off of Resume. And also okay. we got uh New York Gritty mixtape coming out, so definitely look out for that. Okay, that's what's All up, right. that's what's up, man. All right, man, have a good one. You too, my I brother. told you, I told you. The record was amazing. Um, Hattie Rex, thanks again. Thanks for your whole team. Thanks for doing the interview. Um, amazing. Great information. A lot of stuff we talked about, like, regarding the Bronx and, um, some things you might have to follow up on, you know, and check out. Um, it is kind of difficult how the Bronx doesn't have any, you know, real venues. Like, you know, if you're from Harlem, you might have the Apollo. You're from, you know... Any other part of Manhattan, you got SOBs. Brooklyn has various places also. But the Bronx is no real, like, performance venues where, you know, if you're coming up, like, where you're going to practice from your own area? Like, where can you practice? And where can, you know, who decides who's legit? And who, where can you get the music broken and all that? So there's no, like, the you don't want to say gatekeepers because we don't have those anymore with the advent of the Internet. But there's no there's no place where, you know, where you go from the Bronx. Like I remember I saw, let's say a Hattie Racks here, and it's from the Bronx. Like it's no, the Bronx don't ha- doesn't have that space. And maybe it's something that we might have to consider, um, being that we have so many artists, up and coming artists and singers, rappers, um, a lot of things, a lot of talent coming out of the Bronx, which is the origin of hip hop, and it's a lot of talent and. You know, it needs to be showcased, and I think in a proper manner. So, I don't know. It's just my thoughts, something to consider. Um, thanks again, Hattie, the whole team, Dove. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm going to play another Hattie record, take you home at, towards the, at the end of this. But I just want to shout you guys out again. Thank you for the feedback you guys have been giving me. Once again, the email is show at averagej.com. Small businesses, you want to... Show um advertise and market on the show. Hit me up. Small nominal fee. Um, of course, great products only. Only <laughs> nothing too crazy. If it, I, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to support nothing too crazy. But if you got legit products that you know won't get none of us in trouble, <laughs> then I want, I want to support you guys. Um, thank you again. Hit me up on all social media. I hate average J. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all of that. I hate average J A Y. Um, my voice, I'm losing my voice. I've been excited all week. I've been working hard. I've been doing, doing a lot of interviews. So we got a, a lot of uh, guests coming up. And um, I'm really, really excited. I like the direction the show is going. And I want to thank you guys for helping me push it. Um, thank you for the feedback. I need some more feedback. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Everybody should be checking out I Hate Average Podcast. Thanks, and I'll talk to you guys next week. So check out this uh, last Hattie Rats record, Take You Home. Hanging with the honeys is the song I sang. Yo, I got these two bad hoes that said they trying to play for the night. Two Dominican mommies said her family come from the heights. See me on Explore page and she followed me quick. So I slid up in the DM like, quit liking my pics. How you do it all the time? She said, what? I said, you always look me so fine. And plus, with all them likes you get, I got to make you mine. I slid my number through the DM, then she hit my line. Uh, 
She said, I ain't gon' lie, really like your IG post. Cause you always speak the truth, don't be doing the most. I said, I really think you pretty, this is far from a joke. But the gram kinda got me sweating you on the low. She said, you charming, you ain't like them lame, son. Thank you, Iceberg Slim, how yo? I fuck you back game from. I'm smooth as Dolomite with the game run. They thought I was from Harlem, and I ain't even talking about games, son. Yeah. Diamond rings, real niggas do real things. Uh, hanging with the honeys is the song I sing. Real niggas do real things. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Diamond rings, real niggas do real things. Uh, hanging with the honeys is the song I sing. Real niggas do real things. Thanks, Hello? Yo, what's up? Yo, Lee, what's up? You know I'm chilling. I knew I knew you from somewhere. Oh, yeah? Where you know me from? A couple weeks ago, I seen you walking down the ad. Your hair was long, I couldn't stop staring at your ass. I saw you walk in the store, I crept up behind you. I searched for you for years, but I never thought I'd find you. I said, my name is Hadi, how you doing? Nice to meet you. I think I found my soulmate, I had to come and greet you. Said your name was Lisa, kindly shook my hand. Your skin was so soft, I thought about the romance. A couple months later, who know I could be your man? And take some phone calls, a couple of weekend plans. Let's do fun shit, all the Pinkberry dates, frozen and yogurt baked by melissa cupcakes we might dispute but never making nothing too crazy besides i'll be your man and you be my lady we drive i'm in the land and you in the sadies chances slim i ain't wayne let's go half with a baby Rats. diamond rings real niggas do real things uh hanging with the honeys is the song i sing real niggas do real things thanks 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 diamond rings Real niggas do real things. Uh, hanging with the honeys is the song I 